Hello and welcome to episode 251 Whoa. of the Regular Features Podcast, a comedy podcast that's about four fun-loving, flapping, fanciful geese friends. friends. Are we flappers for the purposes of today's episode? Yeah, what does that mean? 1920s flapper girls, they'd have a good time pre-war. Mid-war, between the wars, fuck it. Well, we're After definitely either pre- or post-wars. The boys aren't currently dying, let's fuck them to bits. <laughs> yeah, Actually, is... we're at war, aren't we? Yeah. With drugs. The war on drugs. Yeah. I thought we were uh, permanently in a cold war with all other podcasts and will be until they're destroyed. Mm. Is that not what we're about? We're making gains on this American life, let me tell you. This guy's got to watch their backs, their pod backs. Ever since episode 250, which I think was the absolute pinnacle of what regular feature strives to be. It was searing. Vis-a-vis sweating... Nope. Together in a hot room, so shouting incoherently. It was so sweaty. <laughs> it was so. I've never felt the. I had such a stressful day trying to get everything to make sure the room was okay that I just flipped into. I'm a cocky arsehole on the end. I feel I'm going to comment on everything you do, everyone else, because I feel like my voice deserves to be heard. And I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I was just. I don't know. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed my input. <laughs> there was cheering. There was chanting. People were taking their clothes off. People were riding other people like mm. horses. I I paid my staff to ride me around in what can only be described as a workplace crime. Yeah. <laughs> and he played the harp. Yeah, he played the harp. because Like he just died in a cartoon. <laughs> we haven't actually listened. None of us actually listened back to the recording yet. It may just be an incomprehensible blur of noise. So We should fucking take this around Vegas. <laughs> Vegas would not know what had hit them. You know, Penn and Teller, what about Ben and Smeller? Ben's what I call log. <laughs> I was going to say, who's like Ben? I do smells. <laughs> oh, who would like to do a feature? I would. Ooh. Me, please, actually. Go on, then. All right. Let him do it. Otherwise, it'll be unbearable on the way home. <laughs> oh, they'll be hell to pay. <laughs> Time Steve's regular feature, Steve's Cats. I saw a documentary. Should it be mockumentary? Is your feature about cats? Yes. Okay. Cat special. Is your feature about well, cats? No. Just, I mean, no. It's just. It's just often we seem to have this weird synergy that happens by accident, yeah. where things like, and I don't know where that comes from. Hang on, is your feature actually about cats? I, I'm not going to say anymore. You just you'll, you'll have to see. Spoilers. <laughs> it's like when women live together and all of their tampons fall out. Into, 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 into the- <laughs> That's not true, Stephen. They fall out in sequence, making bonging noises, so you can tell what time of day it is. <laughs> because women live on top of gongs. <laughs> That's yes, where the phrase not. comes from. Crazy gong lady. <laughs> Time of the gong. No, I was thinking of Fallon gong. No, that's Fallon what my tampon's Fallon okay. on a gong. <laughs> so, that's, what that's what they're all about. That's what they're protesting about outside Downing Street. We want a bigger gong. <laughs> Not have to pay VAT on gongs. <laughs> Carry on, Steve. Uh, I saw a documentary about cats. I was reviewing it 
in my role as a film critic, which I am. Thank you, dog. <laughs> not to look yeah. at me like I'm not one. <laughs> I was actually twizzling my finger to my forehead like I, he was a crazy person right there. <laughs> I was in a room with Mark Commode. He was also watching the documentary about cats. So how I'm definitely a film critic if that happened. I bet he was texting. He probably was. He's really he's very well behaved in film screenings. I never once have seen him at pee all during the film. <laughs> he's perfectly invisible. He doesn't during pee during films. films. No, I'll, I suppose you can't, can you? Like what if you review something badly and then say, Oh, didn't you see that bit? And you'd be like, Well actually ah, so I, had a big I had a big slash piss. mate. <laughs> <laughs> you think he has a like a, an emergency film critic catheter? I think he might do. Otherwise, like he, he needs to be beyond reproach. When How it can you be sure? I think he just wears fishermen's waders and goes in the bottom of them, ties yeah. them up with string, <laughs> nothing <laughs> escapes, gets outside over a drain, lets them loose, piss everywhere. Well, I was quite... That's why his shoes have got taps on the front. <laughs> I was looking forward to this uh, documentary because it seemed like it might be interesting. It was uh, about the, the feral street cat population of Istanbul, and it's meant to be sort of looking at the lives of people in Istanbul through the lens of the eyes of a Like cat. they did on planet Earth with the monkeys. Yeah, it's sort of like it, you sort of learn about the local culture and the history through through cats, and it, it's reviewed quite well. And when I saw it, it was a <laughs> does big it, load does it of... a voiceover, like it's going, oh, boy, oh, boy, I hope there's lasagna in there. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a fish in that window. Oh, God. I can... I can jump real high. <laughs> Let me read you my uh, um, a part of my uh, review of, of the film. Um, a 79-minute documentary about Istanbul's street cats. Kedi is perhaps the first film ever produced entirely by that brain-controlling parasite that gives women an uncontrollable urge to hoard cats. Slow-moving, beautifully shot, and ethereally contemplative, the film explores the city's feral cat population through a series of interviews with locals in the community who regard them as furry little angels emblematic of an unattainable and carefree lifestyle far from the stress and poverty of city life. Like so many towns in Europe, Istanbul is swarming with kitties, each with names and complex personalities largely projected onto them by their doting human carers. The documentary claims that it's in this city that the relationship between cat and man is at its spiritual zenith, a bond between two species based on mutual respect as well as the occasional carrier bag full of cooked chicken. You could actually do this for a living, Steve. <laughs> Um, I like how when you're reading a snippet of your actual review, which I presume this, I presume this is that uh, was, yeah, that yeah, was that you, you do your city AM voice. That's it's my not, city AM it's voice. not your feature voice. Hello. It's much more like dry, but also like I like that you have the confidence to just read it out very dryly and matter of factly because you know it's fucking I'm good. Serious in case someone sees me yeah. and figures me out. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to someone recently. I was at Steve and they were like, oh, is that Steve from City AM? I was like, yes. No, it's Steve from regular goddamn features. <laughs> I know, but yeah, it's seeped into your persona. You have a job now, Stephen. You have a job. A job that you have become good at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us about fucking cats. This, this cat film it was fucking interminable. Like, it was just interview. I didn't get that, didn't I didn't get that from your no. review. It didn't read like that. You're just going to put that, a two on the end of it. reads like a six. <laughs> that was the opening paragraph. Right. It, it went, it, I think it went downhill from there. And it, it sort of, I think I described it as being, like being stuck on a series of bad dates with awful cat people. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about their cat's little quirks and how, oh, right. he's such like this. Oh, he loves this and stuff. And 
And he's very clever. He's you very know, clever. You know what oh, he's thinking. You know what he lets you Ooh. know. <laughs> this was uh, further proven by the um, uh, the film notes that came with the, the film. And they had a little biographies written of all of the cats. Oh, fuck off. It was like, oh, and it was written, like the, the credits were like, oh, directed by this woman whose favorite cat is this thing. And it's like, oh, it was actually written by weird cat people. I mean, so it, it's not a terrible film. No, it's and they, fine, Steve. They made, I mean, it was I, I very don't, well shot and good. I don't want to disparage I'm not fond of, on the film. I'm not fond but of cats. But they really either, like so. cats. They like cats way more than I like cats. Yeah. And I yeah. found that stupid. I think that's it. See, I think what's funny is, I, I say I don't like cats. I don't mind cats. I think I don't like the fact that people like go nuts for cats. Mm. I can understand when people really love dogs because they're fun, affectionate creatures who are full of life and they are like everything that we should try and embody as humans. But people like adore cats. I just think there's something wrong with you. Because yeah. this thing... You say dogs are full of life, but my aunt did kill her poodle this weekend. Mm. What? <laughs> <laughs> Quid pro quo. <laughs> so if I just put that dog to you right now, I don't think you'd be saying it's full of life. So just have a, have a bit of thought. You Did might... your aunt actually kill her poodle this weekend? Well, she put it down for medical reasons. Oh, yes. Right, okay, fine. With a gun. It's still killing. It's not murder, but it is still a killing. Just... No, it is, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, cats. I find it amazing that I can't empathise with cat lovers despite no. loving dogs. I can't yeah. use my knowledge of loving a creature and go, maybe I can empathise with someone who loves a different, a slightly different kind of animal. <laughs> I can understand why people love ferrets. Cats, no. no. You should have put the review. If this movie was about dogs, I wouldn't have hated everyone involved in the making of it. <laughs> That's exactly correct. Um, so let me read out some of the biographies of the cats uh, that came with the film. So here's one. Um, these are all cats that actually appeared in the film as well, which makes it relevant otherwise it's just a series of disconnected cat biographies um harold age four harold is a sneaky cat he likes to sneak up on other cats and attack them from behind with his claws he has a scratch on his eye what he got in a fight with another cat harold is very brave and will defend his friends from seagulls and bad news <laughs> harold can drive a car and does drugs when he was a kitten Harold ate a dirty sponge and it turned him bad. <laughs> See, this is the problem. Is I would love to get these film notes. You're not communicating the horror of it at all. Samantha, age 10. Samantha is a lazy cat. She likes to sleep outside on the balcony all day long, stretching her slender orange body out as much as she can until she is three feet long. She yawns and stretches some more gradually becoming four feet long, five feet long. She's very narrow now, like orange tinsel on a balcony. The sudden noise of a car horn surprises her, causing her to quickly retract to a foot-long cat, in doing so producing an accordion sound. <laughs> Realising there is no danger, she relaxes after a few moments and slowly resumes stretching, and over the course of the next half an hour becomes over 12 feet long and just one inch in diameter. <laughs> That's, that's true. Spoons, age five. Spoons is a clever cat. He's always full of fish because he always knows when the local fishmonger will have his back turned. <clears throat> Thanks to an invention he calls the fishmonger's sun synthesizer, a kind of holographic imaging array, it can be tuned to project a realistic three-dimensional image of the fishmonger's eight-year-old son who died in a car crash two weeks ago. 
think of it, it's a bit like a mirage. You run towards it, thinking that it's your dead son, and that the two last weeks have been a horrible nightmare. But when you get there, it's just a bucket-shaped device comprised of aluminium plates, an upturned umbrella, some flashing LEDs and wires. Meanwhile, Spoons has had the last laugh and is tucking into the catch of the day. <laughs> the last and only laugh. <laughs> Crepes. Age eight. Crepes is a boundless cat. <laughs> he has an infinite fuzzy tummy of finite volume that tapers to an infinitesimal point in an unreachable horizon. Are you guys, this is going to end up with what is his radius? <laughs> <laughs> If you were to stroke half the length of his tummy today, a third of the length tomorrow, a quarter of the length the day after that, and so on, he would begin to purr, 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 in a purr, in a perfect augmented fifth, triggering a large stone door to unlock in the next room. In here, you'll find the last of the crystals required to restart Mitor's time machine. Be sure to search the chest in the corner of the room before you leave, as you won't be able to return here after activating the sage gate. It contains a thousand gill and mithril claws that can be equipped by any brawlers in your party. <laughs> and finally... You know, you know, like those moments, like sun through clouds, where you realise the exact reason that two people are friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what just happened with you two. Exactly. It was a real throwback to like... the. Uh, I still feel like we're in the... The, the zenith zone of regular features. Having done 250 episodes, I feel like we can be more like, ah. That, that reminded me of the early days of the podcast where YouTube would frequently just go off on one about maths for, <laughs> for a good five, ten minutes while I just sat there going, what is, oh, fuck what is, what is math? 251 sounds a bit primey. See? Ooh. No, it just doesn't, doesn't ring. It's not as by three. Whack a nine on it. What's it feels a bit seven Whack a nine. Is it? It's two divided by nine. I can only do measures of eight. Two five six is of interest to me, but mm. the least primary ones going. I know, but it's like it's yeah. Different people, all right. With different people, I like Juniper. colors. Juniper is the friendliest cat in Istanbul. He has a lovely face and is always smiling. He's always got your back and is good for it. You can trust Juniper. He's been a friend of our family for a very long time. We all trust and love Juniper. He likes to eat treats. Juniper's done so much for this family over the years. He's a funny cat. He sacrificed so much for us. You know that, don't you? His favourite toy is the mouse on a string. These things you're saying about Juniper, it it just doesn't sound like something Juniper would do. It's not in his character. <laughs> he chases butterflies. Are you sure that this was Juniper? And he did this to you. Juniper, the cat we love. You have to understand just how kind Juniper has been to us all of these years. You can't say these things about Juniper. You can't tell anyone what Juniper did. He likes tuna biscuits. Please don't bring this up again. He likes tuna biscuits. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey. Oh, my God. <laughs> did you like my feature of biscuits? <laughs> oh, my God. Suddenly I just feel that content is not finite and we can just go on forever. It's always <laughs> another taboo to break. <laughs> Somebody tell me where my feature's gone. My regular feature. We'll get you as a family friend who raped someone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got, I got that. I was made for regular features. You were made for. So I've got a feature 
a little feature for you. Na 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 na. Um, this is a feature about being a race car driver. Today I was playing a board game about being a race car driver. It's got an old one called Automobiles. <laughs> worst name in the world, but fucking hell, it's exciting. And it got me thinking about how exciting it would be to be a race car driver racing in a race car race. So I've done... Going as fast as you can. Exactly. In a it's not that simple, though. It's not that simple. <laughs> it's, not, it's really not that simple. Cars are delicate uh, beasts who need to be uh, striked. <laughs> correctly in order to win so I've got an adventure called you are driving in the car I always think that when you've got your handbrake your thumb on the end of the handbrake it's like trying to push a dog's dick back in mm. interesting yeah is that the noise a dog's dick makes when you push it back in well, then you, I've only ever had female dogs wrestling, but it's like when if the dog's dick is really insistent on coming out it's something like a thumb war mm. with a dog's dick <laughs> like sliding <laughs> off the end <laughs> They always win. <laughs> no, that's interesting. I've got a friend who works at Hyundai. I'll uh, I'll loop him in on that. It's Hyundai. Hyundai. Hound A. I get get I, your thumb off my hound A. a. I've never <laughs> thumb wrestled a dog's dick and not ended up with my chest all covered in dog spunk. So this is uh, Choose Your Own Adventure <laughs> about driving in a car race. So you're all, collectively for now, you are all... Oh, who made that noise? It's me. It's me. You're collectively driving the car. You are driving in the car so fast. You are in the fourth gear, symbolized by the Greek god of racing, Aspedius. Ahead of you are your race opponents Tracy Tyres, David Drive, Carmina Clutch, Carmichael McCars, Derek Dickshifter, and your arc driversis, Speeding Sandra. To your left, you see a door. Ahead of you, the race. Behind you, failure. To your right sits a stick of gears, proud and ready to be handled. In your glove box you have stashed a six-pack of ice-cold nitros. <laughs> so, that was, that that was your engine purring, yeah. I thought Logs just had one of the nitros. <laughs> Steady now. The race is young. Above you... You see the flap that flips down so you can shield your eyes from the sun. I love that. But it isn't called a sunscreen or a sun flap or even a car flap. I googled car flap and it thought I meant cat flap, but you don't want one of those in a car. It was severely impact talk. Especially if the cat tried to come in at 60 miles an hour. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's on its little jetpack. <laughs> With a little helmet on. Engage docking procedures, the cat shouts. So it's the race. You've got to try and win the race. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Win. You want to hear the options again vaguely? Can I put pedal to the metal? You can't do that, no. Okay, cool. No. Uh, you, can, you can look in the glove box. You've got a door. You've got the flap. You've got the glove box. And uh, you've got the race ahead of you. Do you and you've think, got failure behind you. And you've also got the gears. Do you think the flap might have a picture of a loved one? Behind the elastic. Oh, oh that would uh, embolden us. Mm. Embolden and encourage us. Morale. We did this for her or him. Yeah. Oh, because she's probably cat. dead. Is it? Uh, yeah. It's Laura from Tell oh. Laura I Love Her. Mm. Yeah. We'd, let's look in the glove. You're going to go for the flap. Okay. Yeah. The flap. You flip the flap thing, revealing a photograph of your sweetheart. Yes. Fuck. Oh, yeah, what yeah, a peach. Yeah, yeah. It's time to race. Gender, please. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. So. <laughs> it is so. a social construct. Yeah. So, uh, what we're going to do? You've got, you've got, uh, you've got the gear stick. You've got failure behind you. You've got the race ahead of you. You've got the door um, to your side, and you've got the glove box. With yeah. my mind racing with memories of my sweetheart mm -hmm. and her fragrance filling my nostrils, so sure, I took some with me. 
right when I left. <laughs> she really stank of poppers, and that's what you're taking right now. <laughs> I poured them all over my legs. <laughs> now all the over her shirt. I think I'm going to put my foot down. You're going to. That's not one of the options. That's not that's one of the options. I'm going to go to the glove box because I think the pedal is that's in there. That's what I meant. Put my foot down on the glove box. Because <laughs> <laughs> really, it's on the opposite really crane side. It up. And you've it's got both stuck. hands on the steering wheel. So <laughs> right? yeah. You put place one foot on the glove box, ready to open it. Hot damn it! You've left the keys to your glove box with Pit Stop Pedro, the affable Spaniard who really knows wheels. The what Spaniard? The affable Spaniard. Oh, I thought you said something racist. Okay. What? No the cans of Spaniard. <laughs> no cans of nitro for you, old boy. You'll have to rely on your wits alone. So you've got the door to your side, the race ahead of you, if failure behind you. If, well, it, you... if wits is all we've got, let's fuck off out the door. Let's, let's I bet call Pedro's it out the door. I just wonder: is there an achievement going behind you, like there is on like Limbo <gasps> in Ridge Race? You go, if you go the wrong way first. Wait, we're we're driving in fourth gear. That implies movement. Getting out the door. Are we moving, Matt? You are, yeah. You're, holy, you're going so fast. Holy. You're going so fast. Com- oh, combat we go- roll? <laughs> Shall we go forwards? No, that's not an option. Will we miss some feature content if it, we don't get out the door? You can do whatever you want. It'll be fine. Don't, let's not preoccupy ourselves. It's with- a diamond-shaped adventure. We'll get there <laughs> in the end. And we'll eventually upload it to Twine so you can find out all... It's what I like to call a farce. Fast car. <laughs> yes. Very good. Gear stick. Let's grab the old gear stick. Uh, Do it. Y- your gear stick. You don't feel it's time <laughs> to uh, Yeah, you're to grab, right. The door, uh, like I said grab. the first time. The door. The door. That's what you meant to say, yeah. yeah. The door. You reach for the door handle and suddenly have a flashback to your training. <laughs> Never open the car door during a race, especially not when you're driving so fast. You check the speed meter just to be sure. So fast. <laughs> Damn. Is speed meter, is that just because the O in speedometer is such a long time to say it yeah. when you're at such speed? Exactly. Speedometer. Speedometer. Opening the door's not an option. Looks like you better stick this one out. So you've got the race ahead of you, failure behind you. Can we look at under the flap again? It's failure the You look under the flap again. That sweetheart. Hot, hot damn. Hot, what a sweetheart. Hot peaches. But it's time to race, Joe. You what? can't keep looking at this sweet peach all day. <laughs> what a peach! The option, like the options, are the race in front of us, fairly behind us. Yeah. What, there's no. What's the verb in both of those? Um, what are we doing? I'm to not going to tell you. You just have to choose. Are we, are we looking at failure it? Just, I mean, you have to just choose. I'm not going. I'm literally not going to tell you anything. Okay. Well, r- race. This is like an old myth. You don't get. You don't get context in choose your adventure race. The race ahead of you is searing, compelled by the excitement and speed you see. You Are we struggle just examining to, the race. You struggle to tie, tear your eyes away from the race, but you must. There is work to be done, or this race will fall into the arms of a stranger. Like our sweetheart did. So now you've These got failure. Log, log and we ran Joe over. are drinking vodka during mm. the race. Don't, don't. We're passengers. Snitch. Snitch. <laughs> you fucking knock. <laughs> can, I, can I have some? I'm not in the race. Oh, yeah. I'm like the feature god, so I'm not... Special. I'm kind of here, but also not here. So now, you have failure behind you, or you have the gears. The gear I like stick. this. We're like slamming vodka while looking at pictures of our sweetheart. Yeah, man. Who wouldn't want to do that? <sighs> and driving real quick. Yeah, I think real it's the coolest fast. thing you so can do. So fast. I'm okay, really I'm worried go- about our locked glove box. I want to check out failure behind us. Yeah. Me too. Failure is not an option. Oh, oh. I do. Oh. 
feels select like, failure. I mean, literally, no. It's like it's grayed out. It's not an option. You can't. Oh. It, I think we feels should like you try want... and earn more skills that we can choose failure. I think it's not very unlockable. Is it a broken link? Do you re- can you open? Can you view source? Yeah. <laughs> Does it lead you to that Maybe little dinosaur t- game on Chrome? Oh yeah, I like. They that. just haven't done it. That's it's just a not kind there. of race as well, isn't it? It is. It's Against a race. Time. That's exactly no, what it is. I mean, it was presented as an option for the sake of choose your own adventure comedy. Hey, but it honestly just isn't an option that you can choose. Okay, race ahead of us. Race ahead of it's us. Time for the gears. Yeah. It's time for the gears. Jesus, <laughs> sorry, I forgot. You've already looked at the race ahead of you. You can't get distracted by the race. You've got work to do. I got distracted by the vodka. Wedged into a myriad of metallic notches, the gear stick modestly hides its potential beneath a tiny leather skirt that wraps around its little midriff. Let's have a look underneath that little skirt, you think. But you know that this is folly. That bit isn't there for aesthetic reasons, as naturally arousing as you admit it to be. No, it is there to protect the gear stick's inner machinations. Should a pound coin fall into the pit that does third gear you wouldn't be able to slow down for a corner and would inevitably smash into your absolute death. He said pound coin, so we're in England, which means that we're on the... The English right NASCAR. The car. <laughs> Grasping the stick with both hands, you thunk the car into top-shelf life. Fourth, fifth, sixth. You wait for the telltale hum of the engine, pivoting your whole body to slam down on the clutch with an arabesque form converting the kinetic energy of your forceful hip twists to achieve the unthinkable, shifting directly from sixth to ninth gear. Overtaking Tracy tyres with ease, you rapidly then pass David Drive, who has stopped his car, gotten out, and is already putting his slippers on. He's out. Who the fuck can compete with that? Damn. Hot damn. Hot. Hot damn. The race is on now, that much is true and for sure. You are going so fast, Carmina clutches racing to your east, driving on the same road as you. This road is big enough for the both of you, except also, metaphorically, it isn't. Carmina pulls her car up right beside yours, clipping them together in the fashion that cars do, putting you both into cruise mode so that passengers can freely dock. The door slides open. No, it's time for a little Like a French door. That's good. <laughs> I know all about car the cars. So who wants to be the driver in this one? Who wants to be Carmina? Well, these boys have their phones <clears throat> open, so I guess I'm just going to yeah, a drink. <laughs> do you want me to drive or do you want me to let me You want to be Carmina. I think you should be the driver because you're, you're featureless tonight, so you can be the driver because he's in both scenes because so he's the driver. Double to recap, because I... Wasn't paying total attention. Ninth Without gear French door manoeuvre. Ninth, ninth, like two spaceships docking in mid-flight. Uh-huh. We're now that's what cars do. Tied to one another mm-hmm. and in conversation. Yeah, like cars do. Yeah, like oh, just like, like on that film. I'm more saying it's unusual. <laughs> yeah, no, just like cars do. Come in, uh, why have you docked your car onto mine? This is a race, not a family picnic on the M6. Come now, race driver. What's the hurry? Can we not spend a little time together while the race is still young? I'm tired of your antics, Carmina. And yes, that's a pun, because cars have tyres. Illustrating my pure devotion to the art of the road. At this point, I was supposed to write a thing where Carmina um, heavily flirts with a driver. 
Um, but I was on the London Underground. Yeah, I was on the London Underground and I felt uncomfortable <laughs> writing about it because people clearly were reading what I was saying. So, Joe, just go nuts. I like your shoulders. Put it away. The bottom of you. I'm not impressed. Give me more. Show me. You fill me with inertia. Show <laughs> so, me. Sorry. I'm just, I'm just bedazzled now. <laughs> Flipping down the flip bit above your seat, you grasp the pinned photograph of your sweetheart, invoking its power in Carmina's face. Get out of here, you bitch. <laughs> Look, I have a girlfriend. Now get out of my car. That's right. You can't well. mean to just kiss you. Kiss. Or hiss. That's but I right. Said I did it like a kiss. Okay. An angry kiss. That's right. As a woman, I know your weakness. You will more frequently behave with respect for other people's boundaries. Good luck in the race, Mr. Driver. I expect you'll perform quite Right, <laughs> there is the first reference to a cat that I've been waiting for uh, for a while Cat now. flap. Happened earlier, that's two. But we put that in, not him. No, no you didn't. He oh did it. my God! He pulled the wool over your eyes, which is from a sheep, he which made, is like a cat, but bigger. <laughs> <laughs> a big sheep cat you can make jumpers out of. <laughs> to your horror, you now realise that the car is full of cats. Oh, what? Big cats. Small cats. Some as big as your head. (laughs) (laughs) Black cats. Other kinds of cats. How could this have happened, you wonder? As Carmina pulls away, you spot a telltale silhouette. In the back of her automobile sits Crafty Kevin, bane of all driving that is right and fair. Carmina's flirts were naught but distraction. While you were busy, they have installed a cat flap in your door, and cats are still pouring through. You can either open all of the windows, slow down the car to an absolute stop, hoping that the cats, naturally drawn to speed, will lose interest and leave of their own accord, or attempt to shift up into the 13th gear in the hope that some Mach 9 speed will cause some of the cats to disintegrate. <laughs> Just to age before your very eyes. If so win- w- windows down, the world outside looks faster than the inside of the car. So the cats might just jump out if they're attracted the to The pressure speed. differential would suck all of any cats smaller than a bread bin. Like Goldfinger out the airplane window. Absolutely. When when we said the thing about the cats coming in through a cat flap earlier, were we just being extremely prescient? Um, I mean, I did talk about cat flaps, but then there wasn't actually a cat flap there at that point. You made us make it happen. We but did I did that. mention that my feature had cats, and I think it's really weird that we've that, both put cats in. The sweetheart, very tropey, Matthew. <laughs> it's a very tropey I know, feature. It's, I mean, it's basically just like... <laughs> There's always be... cats in race films. Exactly. It's... I feel like I'm that character in Doctor Wood who's travelling backwards on the Doctor's timeline. Rosa Parks. Rivers... Who's travelling backwards on the bus She would not give up her seat in the TARDIS (laughs) She really set an example I mean god like The the TARDIS is big enough Rosa Parks could be sat at the back of it And you never fucking see her So what are our options You'd like that wouldn't you man (laughs) No I wouldn't just, just just, hearing her complaining but never seeing her I think she should be sat on the glass glowy bit in the middle Plopped on top of it 
asserting her presence well, actually, constantly. Can't sit at the back of it because it it distorts space and time. It's toroidal in its topography, so there is no front or back by Euclidean oh, physics. God, I'm looking forward to this actual dialogue. What's toroidal? What's toroidal, mate? That's what I was about Mobius strips out of this. It's better than Moffat. Let's get him in. <laughs> you can't just say toroidal and then tell me Mobius strips. Donut I shapes. know what the latter is. It means donut shape. Does yeah, it? like a torus. No, no, that's a that's, bull. Uh, it's, it's not so <laughs> Doctor got- Who that. Just say wibbly wobbly circles. There we are done. Right. Um, so you're slowing the car down. No. No. Okay. Sorry. Opening the windows. Well, open the windows. Opening okay. the. Well, I just suggested that we never had. Was that an option? Acquiescence. Then you can open the windows. Yeah. To suck them out, like Blofeld. You Goldfinger. open the windows. Over. This Blow was... fingers. <laughs> <laughs> the scariest villain of all. He this... just blew his finger. <laughs> this was genuinely a terrible idea. Drawn to the allure of a cool cat party, even more cats pour into the car. Fuck. You can barely see the road ahead of you. The race has become a blurred vista of whiskers and fluff. Vista of whisker. So you're going to slow down the car or you're going to attempt for Mach 9 speed? Year thirteen. Well, I know that. Um, well, Log has often told me that at warp speeds above ten, you turn into a lizard. Yes, um, <laughs> we could try and turn that all the cats into lizards, but it might not hurt us a too. risk. I am prepared to take. Oh, okay, okay. We've seen what happens, so we need to have some fucking respect. St- yeah, st- <laughs> we need to respect the laws of light speed. Slow so down. Let's go back. We need to slow, slow down. down. Screeching to an ultimate halt, you freeze instinctively and hold your breath as the cats, as expected, slip out of the car. As you breathe in relief and flick the engine back on, they pour in once again, hungry for the speed that they know you will bring. It's hopeless. You rejoin the race, cats in hand. This is like why you don't feed pigeons. Because once they know you've got food, stroke, speed, they're going to be they in your will car. get in your car, stroke, bag full of bread. And they'll be they like, carry around for <laughs> let's do lines of bread off the dashboard. And you're like, I'm going to work. How can you talk? So your only other option now is to attempt Mac 9. Let's put my foot down. Let's, all right. let's all of us put my foot down. Flipping through a series of impossible motions, you pivot and twist and jab at the gear stick until you find yourself in 12th gear. Shunting it clockwise for the final boost, the engine coughs with angry negativity. The gear clutch is saying no, and frankly, quite loudly. A yellow light blinks on the dashboard. This car can only host a maximum of eight cats, a moderate figure you've hopelessly exceeded. You will not reach the speed of sound with quite so many cats in this car. Exasperated but still going fast on the horizon, you see the neon lights of the pit stop. Lost, confused and inundated with cats, you stop the car and tumble into the strong arms of Pedro Pitstop. Right, now I'm interested. So that now, boy's got the keys to the glove compartment. He does. And the glove compartment is full of nitro, which is the thing that we need to make the car go the fastest possible speed. Ten. Do everything he just said and make it so... So now it's a, it's another script. It's the same document. <gasps> Can I be in it yeah. this time? You're Pedro. Do you want do you want mine? Can I actually choose a voice and stick to it this time? I, I mean, it's, it's up to you. I said Pedro was Spanish, but I mean, I don't know what Steve will make of that. I'm just going to be excitedly me. <laughs> That's me. That is I'm very most excited. Spanish. <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> I was wondering if that was the Spanish. direction. Laughably Spanish. <laughs> oh, Mr. Driver. No. <laughs> That's not right. That's not right. 
Oh, Mr. Driver, whatever is wrong? Well, it's these cats, Pedro. It's these fucking cats. Come in and draw the cat flap into the side of my car and... Shush, 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 Mr. Driver. When my mother trained me to be the master of the pit stop, she always said to me, Pedro, why only see car problems when ahead of you are car possibilities? Oh, you mean I should mulch some of these cats up into some sort of fuel? No, no, Mr. Driver. These cats are not your enemies. Look into their eyes. They are the same as you. All they desire in life is speed. Reach out to these fuzzy boys. Are you having a stroke, Petro? <laughs> Peek behind the curtain of their souls. Find the truth in their eyes. And you will find the truth of the race. Well, that, well, I suppose, thank you. Thank you, Pedro. You, you, you are ever so handsome and wise. My boy, the race awaits. Go for the podium gold. Thanks, I think I will. Waving goodbye to Pedro with a tear in both eyes, he throws you the key to your glove box. <gasps> it's nitro time. Do you try and reason with the cats or... Open the glove box. We I are, learned we, my accent from Zorro. <laughs> we understand the cats now. We need no interaction with them. They want fast like we want fast. Let's go fast now. Open the glove box. Open that fucking glove box. Mm-hmm. Let's go fast now. Everybody's driving now. Gonna go so fast tonight. Flipping the glove box open, your heart drops. As do hundreds of pound coins kept in case you need them for parking or borrowing a trolley from a big supermarket. Thankfully, the coins bounce off the gear stick's little leather skirt, causing no immediate upset there. (laughs) But streaming through the pound coins is a familiar green liquid. Nitro. A kitten has somehow burrowed its way into the glove box through the back of the engines, no doubt. And now five of the six cans have been nibbled right open. A cascade of cats spring towards the fresh flow of nitro, lapping it up as their eyes turn green with the promise of pure speed. Phasing out of the car with transdimensional ease, the car immediately feels a bit lighter. Cats aren't supposed to drink nitro. It's weird. So do you either glug that fucking can of cool-ass nitro, or wait it out and see what happens. Am I the car? <laughs> no, you're, you are collectively the driver of the car. Is nitro just like a monster energy? It's like nitro. a tropical drink. It's nitro, like in cars, mm. Joe. It's like in normal cars. You just have to imagine it's a normal car, but you're in a race. The nitro, what, far into the engine. I think at this important, seemingly critical juncture in the story, when everything's at stake, we should remain passive and not do anything <laughs> just in case and let all the other I cats can i, I, can I fill it. a syringe with nitro and jam it into the hooter of my car <gasps> i want my hooter to go fast okay you- <laughs> <laughs> where did it go <laughs> you pick up the syringe that you brought with you just in case uh plucking it into the leather seat of the car squeezing a bunch of the stuff out right into the hooter you give it a toot and it's it's indescribable but it doesn't do anything. An exquisite toot. I just heard both, both of them describe it. Yeah, they sound amazing. They're trying, but it's indescribable. I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna, it's not going to sully myself to even attempt it. They're, I mean, they're just fooling around like children. What if we did it at the same time in harmony? You, you'll still be idiots. 
So mm. you're going to wait that it out? That sounds like a challenge. <laughs> just, no, no, it's just not. No. <laughs> you can't hoot at the same time, even when you try. We weren't okay. trying. We were getting an harmony. We're going to do, do it now. Oh, you you, you timed it and you still didn't do it. All you can do is hooting cannon. No. You fucking losers. I love that. Obviously, you can hoot at the same time. Why are you trying to impress me? Because you're not joining in. We're meant to be like, one. The we're meant to be one driver. I'm gonna show. Me I'm gonna show Steve. Steve says we can hoot at the same time. Joe, come here. Let's hoot at the same this time. This Jiminy on the Cricket conscience oh. bullshit you're pulling isn't helping anyone, Steve. We're trying to get things done. What, okay. When did you last make this car go faster, Steve? Well, you wait it out, and the last <laughs> he drop... He actually can't remember, that's the thing. The last drop of spilt nitro is slurped out of the carpet as another cat warps itself into the unknown. But there are still so many cats in the car. What are you going to do? Got to glug it. Glug it. Glug it. Glug it good, baby. It's nitro time. Brrr. You slam back a cold one and grip the wheel. It's whack-a-day, mac-a-day. Mac-9, that is. Tapping the gear stick with the intricate fingerwork of your suddenly overwhelmingly powerful hands, your car enters Mach 9, the speed of sound. Cats, notoriously fond of sounds, give in to the urge, transforming themselves into waves of audio, escaping the car with an audible, slightly wet-sounding squeak. The road ahead is wide, and it's yours. Do you conscientiously drive safely to victory, or... Smash your opponents off the side of the road. Fuck um, fuck Pedro, fuck Carmichael. It's time those guys got oh, their comeuppance. Come on, you're killing come on. your handsome Spanish lover. Not Pedro. Pedro's not in the race. He's in the pit stop. I'm vindictive. Look, I just think be careful. We wasted precious time if we drove back there just to punch him. I think we could drive through the pit stop. <laughs> okay, fine. Be good and win the race. Okay. You attempt to safeguard the lives of your rivals, but your heightened state cannot bring you to care about their petty little lives. Bang! There goes Carmichael McCars, totally fucking dead. Derek Dick Shifter into a wall. Shift your way out of that one, you dick. Speeding Sandra <laughs> flatters all fuck. Wrapped around a bollard six times, rubber band style. Wait, wasn't she our arch drive nemesis? She was. She's dead. Oh, you can she go had back. No arc. <laughs> yeah, you can go back for Carmella and Tracy Tyres and David Drive later, but now. It's time to win the race. Now it's the most important question this Choose Your Own Adventure. Do you want to win the race? Right, can we look at our sweetheart one more time? You can. Isn't the true lesson that we love our sweetheart and that's enough? She's a peach. He's a peach. <laughs> Hot peach. A peach. Your sweetheart she, is a peach. She is a peach. Sweet Hot. peach. I didn't want to gender it. Fine, You've done that. The fine furry peach. You look at the photograph of your sweetheart and... It just screams at you. Win the race for me, baby. Fuck me, a talking peach. Win the race for me. <laughs> Let's win the race. Congratulations. You went so fast. And now you did it. You totally won the race. Pedro is there, as is your sweetheart. You lovingly embrace and kiss as three. The podium gold is yours. You won the race. That is. <laughs> Now we're in a polyam with Pedro and Sweetheart. Always works. Let's get a moving. Matt, that was that <laughs> right, was Luke. good. That. Thank you. Yeah, I had fun with it. I, I imagine what it'd be like to be in a car race, and I just thought I'd try and convey that to you guys. Mm. And I'm I'm glad you had fun with it. And Pedro was lovely. His arms are just so strong. Mm. I think I I gave him a sexual frisson that none of you thought I 
was up to doing. I've got to admit, it immediately went quite Russian, but the first time you open your mouth with the actual Pedro voice, it was one of the sexiest things I've ever heard a human do. Yeah, it snapped back and forth between Russian, Japanese, Mexican, Japanese. But for that moment, it was but if you transcendent. Put, but I will say, the second half, there was a bit where I was not looking at you, and for a second, I forgot it was you. <sighs> Thank and you. That's- that is the greatest compliment. Okay. And I'm so glad I could use Matt's feature to really steal this shit. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. Woof, 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 woof. Oh, sorry, that's the woofer phone. And I've got to leave now to go to see my friend for his 44th birthday. The city needs you, Log. Yeah, he's, um, he's someone who I want to meet. And for that reason alone, I must go. <laughs> but well, it does sound important. So thank you, Log, for joining us. Okay, bye. I am not joking. I will not come back later in the episode. Unless through the miracle of editing. Regular <laughs> features. We are best friends. But you wouldn't know. Because you've no friends. That's the end, I think, of this week's regular features. That is the end of this week's re- this reeks. This, this reeks of the end of this week's <laughs> regular features podcast. Oh, can you smell that? Is it the end of the podcast? Yeah. Oh, only two features, but four boys. And that is... Don't say only two features. No, like it was good. It's a, it's a poverty of features. I mean, Steve, I mean, I think I think we can both agree this. There's some, there's some nice features, weren't there? I think there were two, like, two-pound coins. They were the two-pound coins of features. Mm. I think they were all-timers. Number one and two features we've ever done. Whoa. Top one and Joe. top two. Yeah. With I'm not even going to do either of us the disservice of asking which order they came I'm in. Try- <laughs> I'm trying to do you both down because we cancelled my feature because we've gone long. And I want everyone to remember this as the f- fucking worst ever episode. Wait, I, hey, whoa, Joe. I whoa, overpraised whoa, it. Whoa, Joe. Listen. Whoa, Joe. I'm out. Reel it in. No, I'm done. Reel Just it in. Just think of how lovely you're going to feel next week when you don't have to write a feature because you've already yes. got one in the Bad. Imagine that. God, I was going to say I wasn't here next week, but I actually am. The panic. <laughs> Shit. I'd be so Oh, wait, furious. I am away next week, so Are I can't you? do it. You've got one for the week after. You've got oh, like yeah. three weeks of stress-free living. Time just goes on, doesn't it? Carries on. It's That's unstoppable. Fine. No, I actually did enjoy those features. Yeah, no, that wasn't <laughs> in question. That wasn't in question. What was in question was how upset you were not being able to do your features. No, it's fine. What was it about? Couldn't tell you. You... Really? You it's couldn't about, or you won't? It's about famous actors <gasps> and secrets you don't know about them. <gasps> that sounds really well, good. Well, tune in for a future episode of Regular Features to find out what that mysterious feature is the fucking all about. Wait, is this how we do it? We tease it. Not cliffhanger. Frequently, because we never do this. But <laughs> today, cliffhanging it. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, if you liked what you just listened to on the old Regular Features podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and you can chuck us a little donation per episode as much as you like it really helps us out it helps us do things like ride around on trains all day to get to the places that we need to be to do the podcast (laughs) it pays for this beautiful bouquet of microphones (laughs) into which we now speak it pays for 
the hole on the internet that we throw the podcasts into mm. so that you can suck them back down into your iPod. That hole is very easily... You've got to pay for hole on... You've got to pay for space on the internet. Paying for space. Yeah. More importantly, though, like, it does take time to edit. It does take time to record. It does take time to write these fucking stupid features. Um, but we love it. And we love anyone who listens to it. So thank you so much. We love also, it and we love you. We've we've just had our like episode two hundred and fifty cult based extravaganza, which I swear if we'd asked people to kill themselves, they would have done. And that was great fun. But we're past that now and we're gonna be getting back into the swing of doing regular, civilized, London based live shows. Yes. Live recordings at the Canal Cafe Theatre, the next one of which is happening Monday, August the seventh at seven. 30 p.m. And you should come along because they're a lot of fun and like providing you don't sit right at the front, no one's going to point at you or ask you questions or tell everyone in the world that you've got a flathead. (laughs) We got a good tweet today from uh, when we announced our next, well, we just talked about it on Twitter and someone went, that's just around the corner from my house. Nothing cool ever happens around the corner from my house. Well, said, what I, the fuck? We've been things, cool. Cool things happen around your corner from my house every fucking month. For the like, you t- last, what, two years? I'm so angry I can't even speak. The reason why it happens at the Canal Cafe Theatre is because it was around the corner from my house. <laughs> literally, yeah, that's <laughs> that it. true. In fact, it's li- it was literally just convenient for you a few years ago. I genuinely did go to a pub around the corner from my house and saw they have a really cool event space. I was like, we can do the podcast here now. <laughs> They've got one around the corner from my house, but it's like 150 people. We don't want to hear about that place. It's so far <laughs> away from me. The thing is, it's not around the corner from Steve's house, so it's just untangible. See, the thing about the event space near your house. Which is in days. Maida Vale, we should say, which is near Paddington. Oh, yeah. Like the bear. And the man who made Paddington just died. Oh. <sighs> If you don't Gun come, you hate the... him. <laughs> hey, again, thank you. Like, Jesus, we've done... This is... 252 episodes of this, probably not including the ones that we deleted because we were idiots. I, I'm still kind of reeling about how much of this we have done and the fact that we still have a lot of people listening and new people listening, new people discovering it. People bring strangers to our live shows, mm. which I think is one of the most dangerous things you can do socially mm. to any of your friends. We, call, yeah. we call them Scrab fans. Scrablets. And they have fun. And so, yeah, thank you to anyone, whether you are new, whether you are old, whether you are blue, whether yep. you are borrowed. Uh, we love you all. So keep listening. Thank you. Let's call this episode one. <gasps> okay. Reboot. This is season three, episode one. And it makes sense because Gav will be on the next one on episode two. Shit. Time is a circle that's not thick. I love it. I love it. I love you. I love everything. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Teehee, I came back after all. (laughs) Put that at the end and fuck off.